Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 1-2. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. If you know anything about Ecclesiastes, you know this verse. It's difficult for me not to jump ahead. The rest of the book in some way is proving this thesis. Today, instead of providing the arguments for why the phrase is true, I'm just going to focus on what it means. Two things you need to know before we continue unpacking it. One, it's true. And two, it can be overcome. That is an amazing truth and only possible with the gospel. Okay, back to the verse. Vanity of vanities. Despite its poetry, it means exactly what it says. Out of all the vanities in life, Solomon wants to teach us the chief of them all. All is vanity. Your marriage, meaningless. Your career, pointless. Your children, hopeless. Now, this doesn't prove the point, but if we believe our Bible, the wisest man ever to walk the face of the earth is telling us there is no point to our lives, no higher purpose to live for. This verse, left by its own, is strange in a religious text. Is it not a common critique that religion is a happy story used by the powerful to control the weak? Karl Marx called it the opium of the masses. How strange it is then, at more or less the center of the Bible, its followers are taught that life has no meaning. I think some other translations here are helpful. The CSB translates the verse, absolute futility, says the teacher. Absolute futility. Everything is futile. Adam Clark, president of the Methodist Conference several times during the 1800s, writes in his commentary that the phrase can be translated, emptiness of emptinesses. Now, the Hebrew word for vanity is hebel, which when used as a name, translates as able. A few qualifiers here. I'm no scholar in Hebrew, and I do not know what happens to a word when it becomes a proper noun. Does it lose all its original context? Should we hear the meaning of the noun in the name? With all that said, there's a connection, even if it's just the fact the word becomes able. Now, tell me the life more futile than Abel's. He served God faithfully, got recognized in front of the whole world by God for his sacrifices. And his reward? He got murdered by his own flesh and blood due to jealousy. Job, yeah, he definitely comes close. But he got to see the other end of his suffering. Abel had his head dashed to pieces, maybe even before he knew it was Cain attacking him. Like filthy rags, that's what our righteous deeds amount to. Solomon is wanting us to understand this truth explicitly, and he'll use the rest of the book to convince us. Now, why should you learn any more about this depressing topic? Well, it is in your Bible, and if you believe in the good bits, you should definitely know the bad bits too. Also, you need to know, especially given our modern cozy lives, just exactly what we have been saved from. Stand firm in the shoes of peace. We're just getting started. If you like what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.